Hey, everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim. And I'm Kyle. And for the last year and a half, I've just been an isolated boy with no social life. <laughs> Except for this I, podcast. <laughs> except for in Clayton's case, I think it's been his entire life. We now know hey, why my, Annalie my, doesn't want to have sex. <laughs> listen, first of all, my best friend's remote now, you know? That's true. That's true. Mine too. I, yeah, I, I still have sex sometimes. But listen, I take back anything that I may have or may not have implied about it being concerning that Anna Lee didn't want to have sex with her future husband. I take it all back. This is, <laughs> this dude is like, I mean, I've never seen anyone more opposite of sexy in my entire life in every possible regard. He's worse than Paul. Paul, at least I feel like would be freaky yeah, maybe in a way that would not know. be maybe good for us. I take the, I take all, the, I take everything I said back. <laughs> Never mind. I started I'm thinking shook. about that. I'm, I'm worried. Done. I quit. <laughs> I quit podcasting. <laughs> Please oh write down God. the time. I, <laughs> write it down. I did, but I think I'm going to leave it in just for shock value. <laughs> oh. I've been Kyle. on a roll with uh, the intros lately, haven't I? Northern <laughs> New York and fucking. Actually, we got a lot of messages <sighs> saying that Northern New York is a thing. It's different than upstate. So, you know, tri-state well, area stuff, we don't know. It was completely uh, unintentional. We need <clears throat> to take like a geography class. <laughs> we just need to do a cray-cray trip of the East Coast, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the South. Like, we need to hit the Ozarks. Uh, some Mississippi, know. Florida. Do we? After after watching this episode, do we <laughs> need to visit the homeland of Sam? <laughs> That's Missouri. That's, That's the Ozarks, just like right? Midwest. No, <laughs> the Ozarks are in uh, I don't know Arkansas, one of the the south ones. I don't know. I no. think you're fucking wrong. <laughs> okay, maybe it does melt into Missouri. All I know is that Sam, he's got to convert to Muslim. We've got another oh, yeah. convert to Muslim oh, uh, yeah. storyline. He just he needs to learn about Yom Kippur before he right. converts. Yeah. Happy Hanukkah, y'all. <laughs> Muslim Christmas. God. Oh boy, um, yeah. Uh. I, 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 I was... I don't know what to say. He bought new I, pillows? That's good? I don't know. I mean, growing up in the 90s, I didn't know about anything outside of the traditional cultural American Christian holidays. I yeah, knew absolutely same. nothing. But we also didn't grow up with the internet. So I don't know. There's something like more disturbing about that now than 30 years ago. Well, I, I also didn't have a partner that practiced Islam and was not planning to convert. That's also extremely fair. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to convert in literally 24 hours, guys. <laughs> His brother is the only person that was like, do you think uh, you might want to learn something about it? Because this is happening real soon. I I was impressed and 
I was happy that someone there had a shred of, uh, had something intelligent to say in that entire scene. It was slim pickings. Uh, but yes, the brother, you know, he, he did recognize. I also, I mean, still, still funny, still a funny scene, but extremely disappointed that we didn't get any aliens talk. Oh, it's my number one note, Kyle. My number one note to talk to you about is like, we got all this and like, we got the mom talking about how she loves and accepts everybody, but we don't get any alien talk with the dad. That's all I want to see. Yeah. I don't need to see pillows. Although Jasmine Gino, take note. He bought new pillows for Citra. Um, by the way, I think her name is pronounced Chitra. It, it, that's the way it, it sounds like her family's pronouncing it. I literally think Sam doesn't know how to say his own fiance's name, but that's speculation. I could be spreading lies. So that we'll wouldn't people be surprising in. considering that he's a, just <laughs> about to convert to Muslim. Yeah. On, I, on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I like... I'm curious, like, should I become a llama technician? I feel like this is a job that maybe robots can't take over, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What does, what are the daily duties of a llama technician? I don't, I don't think that you could automate that because much (laughs) like Poodle, they will kick over the robots whenever they (laughs) get irritated. (laughs) And maybe spit on them, you know? Yeah, that wouldn't be good. Uh, I think a llama technician does the grooming to make them appear to be a lamppost of an animal. (laughs) I think that's also to get the wool to sell, right? You you also need a demonstration of uh, shoving a carrot in your mouth. That's very important. Are you doing the llama? What did she call it? The llama kiss? Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, I'm not doing that shit. No way. You know, I, there Have you are... seen the teeth on that animal? There is no yeah. way. Look, I'm over 40. There's a lot of things I haven't done. <laughs> but when you get to be 40, you also kind of accept the things that you've never done, but also have no desire to do. And you're not going to do them for someone else's performance, you know, to just be a performing monkey for someone. And... I just would choose to not do that, and I would be content with that choice. Kind of like skydiving, you yeah. know? I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Never done it. Here, not gonna. The lo- like the range of activities that Clayton plans for Annalie are just hysterical because she even says, she's like, so I'm from the coast. We don't really have llamas where I'm from. It's yeah. It's as if he's like, oh, you know, you're... You're from China. Like, here's some panda bears to make you feel better. Like, what? Y'all have animals in Ecuador or wherever the fuck you're from, right? <laughs> it's as oh, if wait, Michael... Peru. <laughs> it's as if Michael from 90 Day UK, like, took Mossy to, I don't know, see a giraffe to make her feel at home. <laughs> like, yeah, we don't well, really yeah, have those this, in the city. This is a... Uh, uh, Mike Squem Mike taking Natalie to a French bakery because hey, it's Europe, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I really, I really thought it was. Fun. I missed Manuel. 
I have to say. I know. I missed it him se- a lot. It seemed like Anna Lee, you know, kind of enjoyed going to see the llamas, but that just kind of shows you how low the bar is, I think. Anna Lee will take any opportunity to leave the goddamn house. And right. We, I mean, can you imagine? She's been there for two months now, and the only human beings she has interacted with are Clayton, his mom, that for sister, 10 minutes, his sister, the llama yeah. technician, and then <laughs> the like the guinea pigs. <laughs> the, orchard, who, the orchard, like tender. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, she is, she is used to like a very, I'm a, it sounds like she has like a very vibrant social life. I probably wouldn't want to have sex either because I'd be really depressed. Right. She is uh, horrified continually. She sees him playing RuneScape with all his besties with his headphones on. Yeah. Um, there is nothing, nothing less sexy to my wife than seeing me with headphones on playing video games. Oh, so yes. I I wait until at least 9 p.m. when she is firmly in bed watching Selling Sunset and sometimes will even lock the door. And I'm not even <laughs> masturbating. It's playing video games with headphones on. There's been a lot of it Zelda would be better. happening in my household lately. It would be better if she walked if she walked in with my dick in my hand, it would be better than if I was playing <laughs> video games with headphones on, okay? That's all he does all day. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, it's awful. Again, they got to they got to zoom in on his keyboard and then anyone oh, anyone ugh. that is team Clayton on on the sexual relations, I think will be alleviated of that immediately. I've been using Pros for a few years now, since they started sponsoring this podcast, and my hair has never been better. Switching to a custom hair routine from Pros has made my hair healthier, shinier, and I'm always getting compliments. We all have different hair concerns. Mine, for example, used to be dull and very dry, and it grew really slowly. I live in a dry climate, so finding the right moisture level from a shampoo and conditioner like off the shelf in a drugstore is really difficult. Pros is made to order hair care customized to your needs, and it's about more than just your hair type. I also don't like the way a lot of store brand shampoo and conditioner smells. With Pros, you get to choose the scent of your shampoo and conditioner. I prefer herby scents, but a lot of people prefer florals. You can really choose how your shampoo and conditioner smells, which is awesome. Pros has given over 1 million hair consultations with their in-depth hair quiz, which is how I got started. I mean, I love a quiz. Who doesn't love a quiz? And taking the hair quiz, of course, is super fun. Pros just asks a lot of questions about your hair concerns and your circumstances. Like, what kind of climate do you live in? Do you color your hair? Did you have a recent diet change? All of that can factor into your customized hair routine from Pros. By analyzing over 85 personal factors, Pros determines a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact hair concerns. My favorite feature is Pros' Review and Refine tool, which lets me tweak my formula for any reason in case I change my address or my hair color or even my diet. Like recently, I decided to try balayage, and so I just went into Pros. <clears throat> I was able to update my formula and you know did it automatically for me, which was awesome. 
this makes it really easy to make changes when you decide to go vegan, like in the new year coming up, right? We all have those New Year's resolutions. Uh, Or if you move, and maybe you move to a colder climate or a humid climate, it's going to change your formula. If you're not 100% positive that Pros is the best hair care you've ever had, they will take the products back, no questions asked. Custom made-to-order hair care from Pros has your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 50% off your first subscription order today, plus 15% off and free shipping every subscription order after that. Go to pros.com slash 90dayfiancecraycray. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash 90 day fiance cray cray for your free in-depth hair consultation 50% off your first subscription order and 15% off and free shipping for every subscription order after that pros.com slash 90 day fiance cray cray Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, let's hop into this episode a little light because there's no manual. My heart was sad, but you want to start with Gino and Jasmine? Sure. Um, Gino is terrified of his wife, as we learned, which is fair. And they go bowling, which I, I was thinking at the beginning that, man, the the uh, domestic kind of like lobbying group for bowling interests must be sponsored (laughs) sponsoring tlc but then jasmine goes on a whole rant about how like bowling is just to get diarrhea and i don't know why the fuck i'm here and this is weird and what's happening so i don't know yeah it was a really boring scene um jasmine says bowling is just an excuse to eat junk food yeah uh which i agree and I, but it's not like I've had good bowling food at one bowling alley like ever. And it was yeah, still junk food. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. Yeah. I look the I'm devastated that there was not more footage of Gino at the strip club. I thought that, I, that was yeah. teased that we were going to get that this week. And they just let it was a big nothing burger. And we I just am moved on shocked. I'm so pissed. That's I why I think it, it, it has to, more. It, it has to be coming at the tell all. That's that's because they're gonna. So keep in mind, Jasmine has not seen any of this footage yet, and so I think they must be saving it for the tell all because they're gonna broadcast it to the whole fucking world, and she's gonna lose her shit and claw him. I want to see more sapia toned images of Gino <laughs> motorboating a stripper. And like rubbing her butt. I, Sapia like, tone means it happened in the past. <laughs> I just, 
I, I was so disappointed. And then they, they do a lot of, like, cutting out and flashbacks. Like, they didn't show his conversation with his cousin Dana, which honestly must have been so boring. Yeah. But – uh, you know, Dana's on Jasmine's side. Totally. <laughs> he's like, he's like, well, you know, she just wanted you to be honest with her. It's not about did you or didn't you. You're a, um, you're a fucking idiot, Gino. Yeah. I, I always find it interesting the 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 viewpoint of people outside the maybe I don't know. Do do you know if the whole strip club bachelor party thing is common in I don't know England? A great question. I don't. I don't know. Like was, what they do. Thinking, it. What's the male like equivalent the, of a hen do? I forget. I, I was like wondering because because I, I was just going to say like the the perception of people outside of the United States and maybe maybe this is a Western world thing um, about the male bachelor stag party kind of tradition is really interesting. Um. Just Jasmine's perception of it being this, like, you you just have, like, wild sex with with prostitutes just left and right for the entire night is, um, and listen, that does happen, mm-hmm. uh, but it is not okay with literally anyone if it does. No. No. <laughs> it's like you go to the strip club, you literally, I mean, in most states, which it doesn't seem like applies to Michigan, you can't touch the strippers and a lot of them you can't even drink in a strip club i wonder if that is i i don't think that's a law or something with touching i think it's more just a etiquette and policy decision to protect the performers but i could be wrong now now drinking Drinking is very different. Like, at least in California, you can't drink with full nude club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a very, yeah. And I, I there are other states, I feel, that have that law as well. I can't, anyway, I, I don't know which ones, but I feel like that's not just a California thing. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure, like, it's much, much more restrictive in other places. Well, see, not Michigan, apparently, because Gino's like, well, I guess we didn't see him drinking. We don't know if he was drunk, but he seemed drunk. Also, it's I only say that about the touching because it does seem like rules are relaxed for bachelor party uh, guys, Hmm. like the the future husband. So I don't know if it's like I don't think it's like a law or something. Okay. Well, Kyle, we're going to have to clearly educate ourselves on. Yeah, state let's start laws Googling right laws. now. <laughs> no, we'll do it later. We'll do it offline. Uh, so back to the bowling alley. I, Jasmine correctly assesses that the bowling alley smells like shoes, farts, and sweat. I just, I wonder if yeah. she's ever been, she just described a hockey rink to me. That's like what just I think any, of. Kind of like rink. any gym, also. Just male dominated gym, you know? It's like a curves a doesn't smell room. like this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm gonna fucking barf again. God. <laughs> and that you do get used to it. You know, you get in the bowling alley, you have the initial, we're not gonna go into bowling economics again, don't worry. You get like the initial like slap in the face with the gross smells, and then you just kind of <laughs> sinks in, you get used spray. to it. <laughs> Once you start eating fries, pretzels, nachos, and beer, it was like, I'm not cleaning that toilet either, Jasmine. 
But don't worry, Gina's just going to shit it all out at the bowling alley. He digests yeah, at rapid speed. So. Right. It's going to move quickly through the, the process here. Uh, I, I think we, we should go on a vacation. Hawaii? Um, no. <laughs> to be fair, that is like the most expensive vacation you could take in the United States. Oh, 1,000%. <laughs> so, I get it. Yeah. Uh, Gino... Yeah, it is nice that he wants to take her on vacation. By the way, are we going to, like, revisit any of the drama that was their storyline in the beginning? Like, the baby drama. Like, nope. she doesn't want to have another baby. What about nope. him quitting his job and he supposedly nope. has no money, but now they're going on a fancy vacation to Miami? Nope. Are they going to get her kids to Michigan? Have we applied for this nope. visa? Can he even sponsor them because he's unemployed? Mm-mm. No? I We, okay. we just we move forward. <laughs> at such a breakneck pace it is it's funny how like we are conditioned to expect such absurd drama that when they don't have a blowout screaming match we perceive it as a boring episode that's funny i have it in my notes gino and jasmine are actually have fun having fun bowling this is boring Yeah. <laughs> Jasmine's happy in Miami. <laughs> Boring snooze. <laughs> and she even like strips down in the airport and Gino loves it. I mean, we see him next ah. week like rubbing her ass. Like he's wow. like loving this. So <laughs> I do think it's funny that like every foreign spouse that's from Latin America on this show just immediately wants to move to Miami upon being in Miami. Like they see Miami and they're like, this is where it's at. We want to be fucking here. <laughs> not because Michigan, not Oklahoma. I, 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 I know. I kind of get it, though, because from her from her perspective, it not only like physically reminds her of home, but. Culturally, you know, she's speaking Spanish to the cabbie. She's shitting on Gino in another language, which is always enjoyable for her. (laughs) And um, it just I I get it because it's kind of like the best of both worlds. It it reminds you of the home, the home culture. But you get supposedly the the benefits of living in the U.S. Yeah, I I mean, Miami is a wonderful (laughs) Super fun place. Awesome place to live. I love it. Do concur. Like in my very few short visits to Miami. Yeah. You can speak Spanish the whole freaking time. It's pretty, it's pretty just cool place. Um, I, I've never been there. I've never uh, been there except on layover. It feels like vacation. It's just, that's the only way I can explain it. It just feels like fun and sunny and like, you feel like you're on vacation. I have I don't always know how wanted people to work go. <laughs> I, right. I have always wanted to go just for like the food. Oh, it's great. Like you can get any kind of food you want, like Latin American food that you want too. Yeah. Great, great place to go eat and hang out and like just soak up the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Man, gotta, gotta, Miami's gotta, awesome. I got to visit before it just becomes a large sinkhole. Yeah. I know it is sinking. Ugh. Anyway, Gino's video to Wanse. The biggest freaking dork. This was just like, roll your eyes and laugh at Gino. He looks like such a, a neckbeard dad. Yo, yo Kiero, Taco Bell. Comportate. Yeah. 
Well, that's about it. Uh, that's she, about they're, it. <laughs> they're they're very excited about the pool, and uh, she I mean, is. it looks it was cool. A tiny pool. It looks cool. Who? I don't. It's I don't. Fine. I don't care about the size of the pool. I care about the square footage that I have in the pool to myself. That's true. Which appeared ample. fair enough. Yeah. yeah, there was nobody else there. All right, uh, Robin, Sophie. So whoa, Jesus. Ugh, there's a lot to cover here. <laughs> oof, oof, oof. Continuation of Rob's reaction of Sophie telling him that she's bisexual. <sighs> so a little divided here. My initial reaction was like, Rob saying most women are sexually attracted to other women. <laughs> he read I, that on I, like, Reddit in like 2007. <laughs> I like audibly guffawed. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? What is he talking about? I mean, maybe there's something to the idea that, you know, sexuality being a spectrum, women are more open to exploring that spectrum than men because of essentially homophobia in our society. But I don't think that means that women be fucking other women, you know, or something. It's just, I don't know. It sounds so childish and bizarre the way he puts it. You can also like appreciate the physical attributes of something without wanting to fuck it. Like Rasvin is a great example. Like he is objectively like a beautiful man. But you know, I have dolphins, no dolphins are really cool. To him. Dolphins yeah, are really dolphins cool looking. Are, yeah. yeah. Goats in Clayton's uh, case. But but Rob is like, I, you think that Rob has a point, right? Like, not, uh, well, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> too far, too far. Backpedal, backpedal, backpedal. Hold the fucking phone boy, here. Boy. Throw me under the bus. I'm Jesus. Sorry, I didn't mean it like Ooh, that, but. Oh, bastard. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think what I was texting you about is like on the very 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 surface if someone that you've been with for years and years tells you I have just discovered something new about my sexuality, I think it's fair to want to really understand that. Mhm. Yeah. That's pretty much all I said. And and also yeah. the and also the fact that she very and I think this might have been her just being very frustrated with this entire fucking conversation and just trying to throw something back at him because she was pissed off about how much of a dick he was being. But when she pretty clearly intimated that she might want to explore bringing another woman into the bedroom in 10 but years, o- in 10 but years. only yeah, but well, the timeline. Uh, we wouldn't really be relevant for me tomorrow or 10 years. If we're married, we're going to be together forever. She very clearly said like, maybe I'll want to fuck a chick one day and I'll ask you about that. I would be upset about that. Mm-hmm. I would, but it's like, the, 
So that's all I mean. But for yeah. him to be like, well, as long as I get to fuck her, it's fine. Well, like, Jesus. Well, now you've, <laughs> now you're like the worst of all worlds because you don't care. You not only don't care about her exploring her sexuality, but you just want to get your own dick wet with someone else too. So I don't know. This whole thing was so ridiculous. It just, the, it, this was exactly what we predicted, which is he's awful. He does like, he doesn't really care outside of the fact that now there are twice as many people he's going to be obsessively paranoid about her cheating with. That's all Oh, this but is. she's the jealous one, he says. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like, so you've just been looking at women left and right wanting to fuck them the whole time you've been here? It's like, Rob, how is that any different than her living in a world where men are walking about? Like, you know she's sexually attracted to men, and yet you're not worried about her looking at any man in the street and wanting to fuck him. It, it's Kim, just there, so it, weird. There's also not a single woman in London. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> I He's so threatened by her sexuality. It's embarrassing to watch. I was cringing so hard. He's disgusting saying like, you're not you're not doing this, Missy. We are fucking another woman if you decide to act on this. And just like the way he made so many assumptions. I there I think I hate Rob more than anybody else this season. I'm trying to think if there's anybody else as egregious. I I'm kind of in well, the same boat. Yeah, I think no, that, I think I hate him the most. <laughs> I don't know. I think that it it is for a like I am a very just pretty boring traditional monogamous relationship guy if my wife told me that at some point she would consider exploring another partner regardless of the sex i would have a lot to think about and it would be concerning and i don't know maybe i would have an emotional reaction and say something stupid i don't know but mm -hmm. Rob just continues to double down over and over and over again. And he doesn't really process. He just lashes out. Right. Um, and he really doesn't consider her feelings or where she's coming from. I think that the idea of her resenting that she is tied to him forever has way more to do with like a deep down concern that he's a shitty husband <laughs> than that he just has a dick. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but he he will never admit that to himself. It's just, uh, it's all paranoid. It's all um, me, 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 me. And she says something I think that's really important. She says eventually that this, like me exploring my bisexuality isn't about you. Yeah. As long, I mean, and, and obviously the caveat being as long as I don't like fuck anyone. <laughs> but um yeah, very frustrating conversation to watch. Uh, it, it, was, it was kind of odd, but again, I think she was very upset, and I get it. She said, five seconds after she said, I would consider banging another woman, she says, I would never be okay with you doing it. It's disgusting. But I don't know. That seemed hypocritical, but at the same time, like I get she was pissed off. Yeah. Uh, she's also drinking a 
giant gallon <laughs> of water the whole time that was very distracting. I mean, this thing is like a pastel colored gallon jug. What the hell is going on? I I was watching that and I was just thinking, wow, Rob actually doesn't own any glassware. That is just his <laughs> jug of water that he brings to the gym. <laughs> It was very, she's very hydrated if she's drinking yeah, all that water. That's, I can only imagine there's some liquid IV in there. So, um, oh, right. Yeah, which I've been really into lately. It's very tasty. Um, ring shopping. I have Woof. never wanted to crawl out of my skin more than watching this fucking ring shopping. What kind of gold are you looking for? The cheap kind. Cheap, uh, none cheap. of those. Fancy rings. Cheap gold. Mm. Whatever's cheapest. Whatever looks like absolute dog shit. Yeah. It's like, Rob, what do you realistically think a wedding band costs? He wants to spend no more than $500 on both rings. And then he continues to pick out a ring and just be like, she'll have that one. He doesn't ask her opinion about anything, even though she expressed she wanted rose gold, <sighs> which apparently he can't afford. This is just embarrassing and he's he just walks in guns blazing being this is a, a defense mechanism because he's self-conscious that he doesn't have any he's money still angry yeah and he's angry and he's just like taking it out on this poor ring guy who thank god has been prepped by production that they're filming so he knows this is gonna <laughs> be weird so it's no. automatically gonna be weird right i you know look if you've listened to us for more than five minutes you know that we don't give a shit about rings and and yeah. but what's What's so stupid about this is like in a normal situation with someone that's not a dumbass, you would come in and you would say, look, here's my budget. What can you do? You wouldn't say, I want cheap, cheap gold. Oh, that's way too, exp yeah, way too expensive. A normal person would explain it to the fucking customer service person whose job it is to get the best thing for the budget that you have. My budget is yeah. 500 bucks for both. There's nothing like wrong with that. Yeah. But the other thing is that Sophie clearly didn't know what the budget was either because these people don't fucking talk and he's a dumbass. I, he, she tried to ask him like two episodes ago and he was like, no, just nothing crazy. And she's like, well, what does that mean? Five thousand dollars? And he's like, no, no, that's I don't have that kind. It's like, OK, well, tell her a number. Also, right. it is also curious if Sophie really is as rich as they've made her out to be and like the spoiled child. Why doesn't she just buy her own ring? That's what I would have done in this situation. Yeah, it's it at, at no point during the season has she really talked much about money, which I think is the sane normal person thing to do. Again, like I she's she's way more normal than they kind of painted her to be yeah. in the in the season previews because she's not she doesn't really flaunt wealth at all, but she's also she's I think she's just a traditional like she expects Rob to pay for it. You know. Where is her mother? All. We have been waiting for Mother Sophie to arrive for like three episodes now. I think that the last four episodes have occurred over the last 24 hours. Yeah. Um, Need a the, wedding band, cheap gold, none of these fancy looking ones, crazy the, looking price points. Oh, so embarrassing. And then he starts unloading his feelings on this poor guy. <laughs> 
We I'm have still problems. learning. I just learned something about her this morning. It's crazy. Okay, cool, dude. Awesome. I would have literally left immediately. I can't believe Sophie just stands there and is a good sport and like indulges him and in picking out the ring that he wants and her ring. I would have like left the store. This yeah. is so cringy and embarrassing. He picks I, the I ring and she. I don't know. Do you think that she actually likes it? Because she 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 was a way better sport than obviously either of us would have been. She really grinned and bared it. And then when he picks an actual ring, she at least pretends to like it. I Like, how did we get I mean, unless a big middle part of the scene was edited out, it feels like within two minutes she goes from having to endure this endless embarrassment that Rob's putting on to being like happy go lucky fight over by the time they pick the rings and I just don't understand how emotionally you can let somebody off the hook that quickly we've seen that time and time again with their season I know yeah Uh, she's 23 keep having to remind myself she's 23 ugh how many times have I talked about sleep on this freaking podcast? It's endless. I've got machines. I've got wearables. But uh, still not great over here, guys. I found a natural product, though, the other day that helps solve some of those problems. And it's called Soul. I work long hours. I got a day job. I do this freaking podcast for like 10 hours a week watching trash. And not only that, I have a kid. So powering through all that shit makes it hard to wind down for me. And turning my brain off can sometimes seem completely impossible, which is why I'm so happy that our podcast is sponsored by Soul. Soul was founded four years ago by a brother and sister duo, Mike and Angie Lee. Mike is a former world-ranked professional boxer, and Angie's an author and professional speaker who have the desire to create natural alternatives to medicine that tackle problems they deal with themselves, like sleeplessness, anxiety, focus, and pain. I am completely obsessed with Soul's best-selling sleep aid, Sleepy. It's helped over 6,000 people fall asleep faster, stay asleep longer, and wake up feeling refreshed myself included. I used to wake up at two o'clock in the morning every day and go to the bathroom and then just sit there wide awake, uh, thinking, thinking crazy thoughts. It also doesn't taste like Uncle Joe's weird brownies. It tastes amazing. Plus, it comes in three different varieties, blueberry lemonade, raspberry lemonade, and honey chamomile. So you can finally enjoy sleep that tastes much better than any other product you've choked down in the name of health. Soul makes more than just sleep products, whether you're looking for stress relief, enhanced focus, or pain relief, or they have lots of stuff even without CBD. Soul is setting a new standard in CBD products. Every batch has undergone multiple rounds of stringent third-party lab tests to ensure their products have an accurate dosage, plus no heavy metals, pesticides, or harmful bacteria, which is a huge deal in this industry. Not sure what Soul product is right for you? They have a quiz that guides you to the right choice based on your CBD experience level, age, and what issues you're actually trying to solve. And Soul is grown right here in the USA, organically farmed and gluten-free. So it's time to get the sleep you deserve. Head to getsoul.com slash cray cray and use code cray cray to get 20% off your order. That's 20% off your order using code cray cray. One last time, getsoul.com slash cray cray, code cray cray for 20% off. 
Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? If you wake up too hot or too cold, I highly recommend you check out Miracle Maid's bed sheets. Inspired by NASA, Miracle Maid uses silver infused fabrics and makes temperature regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. These sheets are infused with silver that prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresh three times longer than other sheets. No more gross odors. Miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands and feel as nice, if not nicer, than bed sheets used by some five-star hotels. They're also designed for your skin. Stop sleeping on bacteria. Bacteria can clog your pores, causing breakouts and acne. Sleep clean with Miracle. Go to trymiracle.com slash cray cray to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code cray cray at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product, it's back with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash cray and use the code cray to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash cray to treat yourself. And thank you to Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. You want to talk about uh, Citra and Sam? I do. I do want to talk about them. This was, um, I don't know. I think Citra and Sam and um, Clayton and Annalie, who we'll talk about next, I think that they kind of stole the show this episode just because Citra and Sam we just met. So there's a lot to still learn about them. Um, They haven't seen each other in two years. That's a pretty big piece of information. It's quite a while. And it's all... Dude, whenever I look at Sam, I just think of Boomhauer from King of the Hill. Kind of looks like Hank Hill's body with Boomhauer's head. <laughs> it's He's just, it's like just a, like a millennial you're, you're fucking, dad reference. <laughs> man, like you're way too young to have that kind of body shape. It just yeah. looks like he's so skinny fat. It's crazy. He's not that tall either because he says that Cetra is like really short, but he's like two inches taller than her. Yeah. yeah. I think he's like 5'3". He's really small. A lot of people agreed with our take that there's something else going on there with the the addiction. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. the definitely looks like some kind of... Either it's either jaw surgery or meth mouth, and uh, clearly there was a drug arrest. Do you believe his story about, about the, the drug arrest? I don't know. I don't know enough about like how. I don't know how to. I, whatever, however he pronounces this drug, I don't think it is correct. I I know it's spelled like S U B O X. Suboxone. Suboxone. Yeah. So I don't know how it's dispensed, and I don't know. It's a. It's it's weird. It's like I, I was thinking about it and the way that he described the the crime that he was accused of, I'm committing that crime literally right now. Like he he basically uh, he just des- please explain. Well well the way that he described it is that he was arrested for having a prescription without the bottle. Yeah, but and, it's a controlled substance. It's not okay, just any like, prescription. 
It's okay. like carrying oxys outside of your prescribed bottle. Like you can't do that. It's not really? like carrying like a blood pressure medication. Yeah, because it's a controlled substance. Okay. All right. Like you can't have Vicodin I'm... just like floating around in your purse or like you got to have it in the container. Okay. When her dad gets here, I'm going to a mall. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> These people didn't know that he was going to convert to Muslim, Kim. They did not know. They didn't I don't fucking think know. Sam knew until like this conversation. <laughs> he, didn't know, he didn't know about until 10 minutes ago when a, her father sent him just like a, a frowny emoji or something. Like, what the fuck is going on here? The scene Sam is thinks so... he's converting. Sam thinks he's converting to Judaism because he's celebrating yes. Yom Kippur. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> oh, Sam. Um, actually, actually, yeah. like way easier to convert to Judaism or to to Islam, but you know, a little bit it more of a so. bar, a little bit more of a bar of actual things you have to do. In my experience, somebody did call out that we saw this. Who's blonde? What's Blondie's name? With the guy from Egypt. Oh, yeah, Nicole. Nicole. She converted, like, they did mention, like, she converted very quickly and still knew, she didn't even know how to pray. So, like, I guess, like, they just kind of let anybody in. (laughs) Neither will he. I mean, I think Sam is genuinely, like, really into her. Uh, Oh, I do, too. This feels like a real couple. It is just, um, he, I mean, this, this kid really lost half his life to addiction and he just really isn't all there mentally uh and he just is his development stopped a while ago and i i hope that i don't know like i hope that uh i was was thinking about how to feel about this like i was thinking like i hope that he treats her uh well but then i was thinking like is he even capable of respecting her religion? Like how, how I just don't know how this is going to actually work. It, yeah. I mean, what, how can you respect something you don't understand? I mean, he exactly. could have respect for her like faith, um, but he clearly doesn't know anything about it. Um, I mean, he doesn't even know if she celebrates Christmas. Like he God, got her, but, he got her the prayer mat, which is sweet, but he doesn't him. Right. Oh, I, th- I thought that he got it for her. Oh, um, maybe. But he doesn't even have the most basic first paragraph of Wikipedia knowledge about what he's getting into. Yeah. Which is really concerning because this is just such a big part of her life. And he um, he doesn't seem all that interested in it. I've talked about before where you know, in my previous marriage, like I was totally, uh, down to convert. Um, if it was something that made her happy, Mm -hmm. but I was also honest about how I would feel about the spiritual aspect of it. Right. Um, you believe in aliens and that's never going to end, but you will (laughs) go through the steps if it makes the marriage work. And I'm curious, I'm curious if that is the way that he is going to approach this with her or is he going to, 
because because I don't think that he's going to actually like buy into the spiritual aspect of it. So is he going to tell her that? Is he going to tell her, listen, I'm only doing this as a formality. You have to understand that. I'm down to raise our kids in the faith, but you can't expect me to start believing in in your God. Would she yeah, be okay with that? Will he even tell her that? I'm I'm kind of curious on how that's going to go because he does not seem intellectually curious about it at all. He knows that you can't drink. <laughs> yeah, that's that no much. good. He As he's drinking he a Corona. <laughs> I know. He knows she can't have sex before marriage and you can't I'm a drink. horny little bugger. Did he say something when he had the pillows? Did he say we're going to make lots of white and Indonesian babies? I, I forgot to turn on the <laughs> subtitles and check, I but know, I, sat I, and I was like, oh, oh, what did you say? I, I, I don't know that for a fact. I, I should have turned on the uh. subtitles, but um, yeah. So like the, the, the business trip, first of all, what business trip? You're a, a doc worker. What business trip were you on with a coworker when you got pulled over? I do uh, believe, like, if Suboxone is not in the prescription bottle, I do think that is, like, illegal. You know, you're on medication-assisted treatment. Like, you have to keep that shit in the in the bottle. So they offered him a diversion program. This is where to avoid jail time, which is great. Like, that, that's exactly what should happen. This is not a crime. This is addiction. Um, well, it, it, I mean, I guess it can be technically both. But I agree with you that yeah. this... This, unless the guy, I mean, if you've listened to our Love After Lockup podcast at all, you know how we feel about incarcerating people for drugs generally. But I at least like understand the justification if he was like smuggling a shitload of it, right? Sure. It sounds like but he had it, a little bit of it just floating right. around in his car. Which it would like, be whatever. asinine to put someone in jail for that. Yeah. But waste of he, public they, resources. They, frankly, it but. seems like they gave him every opportunity. This to, is where I struggle. Oh, man, he missed the deadline to file the application. What the fuck were you doing, dude? Like, which is like such a lockup plot line too. I feel like we've seen this two or three times, especially when show. you know what's going to happen. Like you've been to like you know what's going to happen if you miss this deadline, and it's just that's really bad. Dad seems really pleasant in the footage we've seen of him. They're trying I to know. paint him to be this like <laughs> hardcore police officer guy. Like Sam's I, I mom's he reaction. Might, he might kill me because he's Muslim. Yeah, Jesus. it's like, mm, okay. But dad seems perfectly pleasant and like yeah. a happy guy. He is, he is encouraged. It seems like he's encouraging of his daughter to move to the U.S. That's something. He's, it seems like he's good with pretty much all of this as long as Sam does what he perceives he's supposed to do. Which is convert to Muslim. So, yes. Right. And it's totally sell it. Like, light the Hanukkah candles, you know? Yeah. I. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the only thing her dad cares about. I mean, you have to remember, too. Dad has probably met him. He traveled to Indonesia. Right. Yeah. And. They've also been together for three years and she hasn't hidden him from her dad. So no. while they're painting him to be this hardcore guy, dad knows this guy and has probably talked to him a number of times. So anyway, 
Um, you want to talk, uh, Anna Lee and Clayton? Let's do guinea pigs. Um, uh, when, whenever I think that uh, my wife is, is homesick for good old California, I make sure to take her to a petting zoo, uh, with fish and she just pets <laughs> fish, you know, cause we used to live kind of near the ocean and then she feels better. It's just like the Monterey Aquarium. hundred <laughs> percent. It's exactly. I just, cause I just take her to a fish market. Look, babe. They're dead. It's like LA. This is, yeah. Touch them. <laughs> the Chiron with llama technician just killed me. I, I will, this is a 90-day legend from that's now good. on. Yeah. Uh, Annalie has the ick because Clayton is completely isolated and Annalie sees the future and it's Clayton becoming his mother. Exactly. Uh, this yeah. is why she won't fuck him because he's going to turn into his mom. Yeah. And it's so clear. That um, that sepia toned flashback of Clayton bitching about the kitchen being dirty and implying, like, do something about this, Annalie, and then his mom chiming in and being like, "Yep, that was Annalie's mess." There is not a single person on the planet that is ready for sex ever again after that. That is especially when Jesus. she's bathing the guinea pigs and cleaning out the guinea pig pens. And just having this dog bark at you for like eight hours a day. I mean, what the fuck, dude? Also, we get a better view of like the pens of the guinea pigs and dogs. It is like an entire wall of this tiny apartment. It's a whole room. It's a whole room. It's like the, and they are stacked and there's still like six cages or it takes up an unbelievable amount of real estate. And as Annalie pointed out, and I didn't really like have this sink in until I got a better, a better view this episode, there's no couch. There's no like living area. There's no place to relax and sit. It's like the bedroom, the guinea pig quarters, and then the mom closet. That's, and then the kitchen, that's it. And mom calling her out and saying, like, I was waiting for her to clean up her kitchen mess. I'm like, bitch, you got shit everywhere. What are you talking about? Oh, I would have been out. I'm out. I hope Annalie does not marry this guy. She needs to go home. It's really bad. It's bad. Yeah. I still, I mean, maybe people were calling me crazy, but he still doesn't fit the definition of an incel. No, he doesn't. But he, he is uh just the he's just absolutely beyond clueless about women or just just like a having that's not even women it's just having it's a romantic like partner dude yeah or humans he doesn't even have friends like he doesn't have any relationships outside of his mom like i guess you can count like cameron is like a di- but he is nervous to even meet this guy in person Right. It's it, it, look. I, I have virtual friends. I have people I've only met once or twice or never. Uh, mostly just through this podcast. But man, like I would have no, I would have no nervous feelings about meeting people because I don't know. But maybe that just means I'm not an introvert. But he has just. Um, I don't necessarily even think that he's an introvert. We just don't know enough about him. It's it's simply just the fact, I don't think it's any more complicated than he has set up his life 
in a way that he never has to leave his bedroom to get enough fulfillment for himself. He plays video games all day. I think he's lazy. I don't think he cares too much about really anything except those virtual worlds and experiences. And that's enough for him. But he cannot put himself in a place of empathy for Annalie. And that's a huge problem. He doesn't, he doesn't like get it. It's not like he's saying, uh, Annalie, I completely understand why my lifestyle is not something that you would enjoy or want to imitate. So let's go out and let's get out there and I'm going to get outside my comfort zone and try to expand my horizons to kind of meet you in the middle. He doesn't do that because he's just, he doesn't know how to be in a relationship. He just he doesn't know how to be in like any type of relationship, though. This is worrisome. I mean, we could have a whole philosophical conversation of, you know, the the loneliness epidemic and like our virtual friends as fulfilling as human. I I don't think I don't think he perceives himself as lonely. Yeah, you're right. He doesn't because he's like, yeah, Cameron's my best friend. But there is something there is it is a problem that he doesn't she wants to go have experiences and go, you know, have a, a life. And that life includes other relationships and humans outside of Clayton and his mom. And she's not getting that. And she's just not going to be happy. Hello, lovely listeners. Are you super bummed that this podcast is just about over? Do you want to hear Kyle and I talk about 90 Day Fiance the other way and other reality TV? Or maybe you just hate ads? If you want to listen to Kyle and I talk about other shows of the 90 Day franchise, and occasionally other reality TV for even more hours every week, sign up for our premium podcast feed, either via Patreon or with our 30-second sign-up on Supercast. It's only five bucks a month, so about the cost of a Starbucks, and it's extremely easy to sign up for and add to the podcast app of your choice, especially with Supercast. You'll get an extended version of this podcast weekly, about one and a half to two hours long, where we discuss all the couples and 90 Day Gossip with no ads, and our B-Sides episode, which drops on Wednesday, where we discuss more 90-day gossip, any other 90-day shows that are currently airing. Currently, that's 90-Day Fiancé, The Other Way, or Toe Season 5, and The Family Chantel Final Season. Uh, And we occasionally chime in on Plathville, Gold Bachelor, some other stuff that's going on in reality TV. You'll also get full access to our complete archive podcast catalog. So what are you waiting for? Treat yourself. Visit realitycraycray.com to sign up now. That's realitycraycray.com. All right. Um, that's that's it for the episode. I guess next week, you know, do you have any last thoughts or I, I'm excited to see, you know, Gino appreciating Jasmine's new butt finally. <laughs> She worked hard. She paid a lot of money. (laughs) He paid a lot of money for it. So let's enjoy it, Gino. Yeah. Um, God, what else happened on the next time on? I already Uh, completely forgot. Clayton Um, and Annalie go to meet Cameron, which should be interesting. And then Sam tells Chitra that uh, he's fucked. And he's going to jail. With her kind of standing on a curb? That kind of felt like a strange environment to have that conversation, but uh, whatever. Take her to have a meal. Get some food in her belly before you break that one on her. (laughs) Totally. It's always a good approach. Make sure there's a chocolate cake on the table, you know? 
We're at the part two where we're having like wedding dress try-ons. Like Ashley is in this dress in like a crown. It looks very fancy. She's I didn't got, think that. It's kind of yeah, like a um, like a, a Virgin Mary type yes. halo on kind of, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to see it. I love to see this shit. I just need Manuel. Please come back in my life. I missed you so much. That's my final thought about the episode is I need Manuel in my episode. Please come back to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you so much to our sponsors. Uh, I know we have pros, personalized hair care. Visit pros.com slash 90 day fiance cray cray. You get 50% off your first subscription order and 50% off every, every subscription after that and free shipping. It's a pretty incredible deal uh, for that one. So check it out. Another one of our sponsors is Soul CBD. You get 20% off at getsoul.com slash cray cray and use code cray cray over there too. Yeah. And on Tuesday, uh, that's where we have our Patreon or premium podcast episode. If you're a Patreon or Supercast subscriber, we'll be covering the second part of the toe tell-all. It's a three-part tell-all extravaganza if you aren't watching. And this week's is going to be two hours of toe tell-all. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And we have the series finale of Family Chantel already. The final episode of the entire series. And yeah, I think it was only a six episode season. They, um, it will be finishing the family Chantel in DR with a giant gangbang. So stay tuned for that. And, uh, otherwise we will be back next Monday with episode 11 of season 10. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you Monday. Bye. Boy. Thanks for listening to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram and threads at 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. Join our community of Cray Crays by subscribing to our premium podcast feed for five bucks, either on Supercast or Patreon by visiting realitycraycray.com. Benefits include three times the podcast content you get now, ad-free, covering all all other 90 Day Fiancé content, and our listener-requested favorite shows outside 90 Day. Access to our members-only Facebook group with thousands of 90 Day fanatics, our podcast archives with over 600 episodes, all ad-free, and you can listen to all of that on your favorite podcast player. With an optional subscription add-on, you also get access to our long-form documentary podcast, D-Sides, where we cover the latest streaming documentaries. You're almost there, lazy. Go to realitycraycray.com and sign up literally in seconds if you use Apple Pay. All the links I've mentioned are in the show notes. Thanks again and see you next week.